Hola, everybody. Welcome to the Velocity for Change podcast episode. Um, freestyle, kind of a freestyle sort of thing. This is just kind of like a talking shit episode where I'm just going to say some stuff out loud that's been going on. And uh, you can listen, you can not listen. It's up to you. I don't, I don't care. Either way, I'm just going to say it. So uh, basically what's been going on is the, whatchamacallit's, so I got an it's eight-year-old's tons of so much stuff now i'm getting notifications all right so yeah tons of stuff going on in in our irl real life as they call it and uh that it was the my uh we have eight year old son well i'm divorced but i had a year old son and his mother passed away a couple months ago and that has been very trying to say the least just everything that's involved with all that happening you know and uh it's just been an absolute wild ride and we're kind of getting through it and just kind of knocking things off one at a time there's just like there's just a million things when that's sort of transferring over that you're just like you just have you're just not prepared like it's easy to make the list in your head but keeping track of everything is difficult and it's like everything kind of hits all at once sometimes as far as just everything that's happening in life and just wild 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 as far as like uh i mean speaking of fitness it's changing the way that we have to, to eat and the the time that we have available to go do things because the the gym i was using that i did like does not have a a kid uh who's a people that babysit or daycare the daycare type of place in there yeah they don't got that i mean i could probably sit them down at the ds or whatever but i was like you know what uh let me let me try mixing this up a little bit because I've been doing the same barbell lifting for so long that it'd be nice to do something different for a little while. So I've been doing some cardio at home. I got a uh, one of those rower machines, got some cheap ass one off Amazon. It was like 250 bucks. Got it in like two days <laughs> and uh, not bad. You know, I don't really do cardio too much, so it's a pretty good workout for me. And uh, I like doing it. Just put, put it for the TV and just sit there and just go to town for you know, 15, 30 minutes or whatever, whatever you can dish out. And uh, pretty good. I like that. And I've, I mean, I'm pretty familiar with doing, you know, at-home workouts. I've done them. Uh, that's how I started. That's how I got into fitness was doing a bodyweight fitness program at my home when I first began, uh, learning how to do pull-ups and push-ups and rows and all that good stuff. So it's not unfamiliar to me. And now I'm like, okay, well, cool. Well, I got, so I got the pull-up bars. I got some dumbbells and now I'm like, well, maybe I should get some, you know, I gotta get some like kettlebells and stuff and start doing some leg stuff. Cause I know my legs are severely under train at the moment. I can feel it even when I'm doing the rower machine, I can feel it, how much uh, effort it takes my legs to get through those, those workouts. It's insane. But man, the atrophy is just, it happens so fast, but I just wasn't, wasn't overly concerned with just keeping up with it. You know, when, when everything's going on, uh, luckily it's like having completely fallen apart, you know, but at least trying to keep the diet somewhat regulated, you know, but it's tricky with the diet too, because kids eat very different than adults and he's a very picky eater and he only eats a few things, which is like ham, you know, the, the all American meals hamburgers chicken nuggets pizza he wants to have that for every meal and i have to kind of like weave in and out of 
having these, you know, kid meals and adult meals. Like I suppose I could um, make myself my own thing and whatever, but I'm, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to teach him at the same time that, you know, that we have to eat better, you know. So, but uh, but still Mexican, those, those kid favorites. So everything feels comforting and nice and sweet, which is uh, probably pretty important, you know? You know? So that's all this fitness journey stuff. Luckily, there's a bajillion different things to go to go look for online to find little programs, little things to do. So I'll end up doing something like that at some point. Just getting everything over here. You know, I've already ordered a couple few things, so we'll see how it all comes together. I don't think that'd be a problem with, with staying like physically fit. Uh, I, you know, kind of got that dialed in just a matter of as far as making any progress on anything, that's what we'll be looking for. So I guess the ideal thing would be to find a program that's really difficult that I can't do and work towards the goal of completing that program. That would be the best thing that could happen is find something I can't do like that. Mm. Yep. And, uh, what was it? And plus, I mean, that started up the little bit of boozing at night too. So kind of cut dial back on that recently. Not that I was getting hammered all the time, just like that little, get a little buzz before bed every night type of deal that, uh, that I don't usually do. <laughs> I've been, never been a good person that done that did that. And I was doing that and, uh, and it wasn't good. I guess it's not good. Probably not horrible, but not good. So, yeah, dialed that down. Feeling a lot better, I guess. Hold on a second. All right, and we're back again. So, yeah, definitely been cutting that up, cutting that back off. Um, doing some small things like switch to, like I've always had sh normal high sugar in my coffee. And then one day I was buying a bag. I'm like, wait a minute. I just bought a four pound bag of sugar like two weeks ago. <laughs> Did I really eat four pounds of sugar in two weeks? That's insane. So I bought that that fake shit, which doesn't taste as good. Straight up, straight up does not taste as good. But um, it's good enough, I guess. Man, I just... Black coffee is so disgusting, but I do like, I don't know. Coffee is such one of those weird things. Coffee is one of those weird things because it's like, we all kind of hate it and we do shit that like spruce it up to make it, you know, palatable. And, and for what? To drink this shitty drink that we don't even like? I mean, it's just, it's just wild. But at the same time, it's like, that's what you're craving. Like that bitter, disgusting drink in the morning. It's just like a, like the advertising of it or whatever, the marketing. It's, it's getting to me. It's getting to me. It's seeped into my fucking brain. I can't let it go. And the days that I don't even, the days that I go without having the coffee, it's like, I'm like, I don't even know if I necessarily notice a huge difference. I think because uh, it had so much caffeine for so long that I don't think it can do anything, you know, besides make you irritable when you don't have it. Does it like ever pump you up? Like if I have it at weird times, it can kind of do that a little bit, but I never feel like drink a cup of coffee. Now I have energy unless I'm already at that, like that brink of being tired. For instance, in what I'll do is, uh, 
you know, I'm out on the weekend or whatever and start getting to the doing, doing whatever. I'm going to start in the afternoon. Let's say I'm out or whatever. And I know like, man, I've been out for three hours running errands, doing this and that. And the other thing I know I need to go home and do X, Y, and Z, but when I roll up there, I know I'm going to be like, man, I need to take a fucking nap. <laughs> it's it's going to feel like getting home from work. Uh, so what I do is I'll go and get that iced coffee from Duncan's, which is literally right next, right next to my house. Um, I can throw a rock at it from my window and I get that iced coffee and that shit perks me right the hell up. And I'm granted there's a lot of sugar that they use in that. I even tell them like, just put half the amount of sugar that you normally do. And that seems to make it more like, and it's still sweeter than the coffee that I make. Oh, which is just like, how much fucking sugar do they put? Like, to, let me think about it. Starbucks and Dunkin's, how much sugar they put in those drinks, man? It's absolutely insane. And then you start getting into some of those like frappuccino type of drinks, any type of frozen drink, forget it. That's basically a milkshake. They're just trying to, they're trying to fuck you on all sides. It's an absolutely wild thing that we just allow ourselves to put this shit into our bodies for no reason other than like habit. Just we've been doing it, so we might as well continue doing it. Hi, man, fuck the coffee industry. Hi, one sec. We're blazing. So what was the other thing that happened? say recently think a single being single again that's fun um it's interesting it's interesting how fast like you're like i'm never going to adapt to this and then like you know a couple weeks later you're like oh, okay i got it <laughs> i got it it all it all makes sense to me now okay this uh, yeah i understand this is fine i can do this this is this is this is this got it no problem um, and it goes back to making like any type of companionship that you do get starts to, like be more meaningful. That's like the craziest shit about being, uh, when you first become single after not being single for a while, you're just like, you start seeking like that. You start really appreciating any sort of companionship that you do have or that you do find. And, uh, it's just, I was, I like that part of it, that whole having an, an appreciation for things. And I wish I could do it all the time, but it's just, it's almost impossible not to take shit for granted. I mean, this is America, right? It's like part of the, like the human condition that you just like what you got. is just like, okay. And like, I know for like my ex, like if when I was first starting, I'm like, man, if I could just, you know, for just a, one night with this woman. Holy shit. Oh my God. And then, uh, you know, and then you get there for a while and then you kind of lose that whole like, man, remember when you, when you thought, remember when you thought <laughs> the, the, the craziest shit that you would do and the things you'd come up with and all of the elaborate, everything that you'd go through. And, uh, now you're just like, okay, it's well, all right. Shit happens. Say levy, and you just that feeling's just completely gone of having that uh that attachment, and that drive for somebody just like poof, it just vanishes, and uh, it's absolutely wild. I don't know if it's some kind of survival thing or some kind of brain thing. Like when I hear about people that are like getting over their exes, and it's taking them a long time, I'm always like, how? Like how does it? How does it take you? 
like months or years sometimes for people to get over something. It does not make any sense to me unless your whole thing is like you'll never find anyone better. But I mean, typically relationships don't dissolve like immediately to cause that sort of regret. Now, if you lost somebody tragically, that makes sense to me. It makes a lot of sense. But if it's like, if you're getting to the point where you're breaking up, then more than likely there was, there was like a, it was an ongoing slow kind of thing that was going on that there was just things popping up and popping up. And uh, like for us, it was moving in together. Like once we did that, I was just like, eh, this isn't, you know, I'm like, this isn't what I, it's not what she pictured. It's not what I pictured. And it just kind of started slowly dissolving immediately. But hey, I mean, you don't know until you know, right? You got to go for it. So this was the, the fun part of everything. So I was like, well, I don't want to seek that type of validation from people at the moment, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that shit you say, like, eh, that ain't for me. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to be chilling and whatever. And then you're kind of like, well, you know what? Like that animal fucking thing in, in your brain, you know, when you're a dude, that's just like, dude, you got to go at least get something on the side. <laughs> you got to do something. You can't just, you can't just do this. this is your whole your whole purpose for existence is to go pursue like whoever you're attracted to. So that eventually ended up winning. So I started going back on to the, <laughs> the swipe things. Oh, gross. Yeah. So did a bunch of that. Uh, went out a few times with some, a few different people, but it's always, Man, I think it, it's got us like fucking corrupted. That's what it does. Because I don't know how many people I meet that are like I'm texting with them. I'm like, this is going, this is good. This is going great. And then I meet them and it's just like, oh, hey, bud. Like when you, when you part ways in the night, you're like punching each other in the shoulder. Like, see you later, pal. Bye. And there's like no connection whatsoever. The nothing romantic, right? It's just like you're, it's like a scheduled appointment that you had to go meet up with somebody. And then every now and then you meet up with somebody that is the complete opposite of that. <laughs> and that's the what you're kind of looking for is that romantic entanglement that you might have there. Um, I think it's like it's important. Like if you don't, I don't know. It's just like a weird intangible thing that I can't even begin to describe. And there's no, it's like it's all chemical. It's not even just personality because I've had when I was out with went to this one thing with this girl the, the date was fun the, the we went to another place together and she was really cool and we had a lot in common and we were talking about a ton of stuff and at the end of the night I was just like well later pal like <laughs> you know it's just like our personalities were perfectly synced up it's just and but and I'm like you know I don't barely make time for the friends I got now I don't want to have to drag another person into into this whole making friends thing or having a friend, then it's just another person you gotta make time for and they have that weird type of thing. But I'm like, you know what, the nothing was romantic. And like I said, it was like a, it was like a like I hugged my sister and I left. And like I didn't text her the next day and I was thinking about sending that text like, hey, um 
you know, like we both know, right? <laughs> like neither of us were feeling it. And, uh, and I never did because I kept thinking of how to word it in a way that was like nice and not cringy or not and just being like a normal ass human being. <laughs> I couldn't fucking figure it out. <laughs> so I ended up not saying anything, but she didn't send me nothing either. So I was like, okay, well, we're both probably, I, I picture us both probably because our personalities are so similar is both sitting in our apartments going like, I don't really want to see this person ever again. But, uh, you know, you type something in your thing and then uh, delete it, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. But so we just ghosted each other, which is like, whew, thank God people ghost people. We don't have to have these awkward like, like, hey, just so you know, I don't like you <laughs> like type of interactions. Oh, cool. I don't like you, too. Well, yeah, well, I didn't like you first. So I guess whatever. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> luckily, luckily, that's not the case. But then there was a part two. Okay, so then there was a part two. There was this um, foreign woman. Sorry, I don't speak very good English, whatever type of profile. I'm here to learn English. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm talking to this person and then I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. Going back to the, the standard, whatever, back and forth. And then um, I was just like, hey, we should go out. You know, we should go out, do this thing. Like, yeah, definitely. I was like, oh, okay. Wasn't sure if that was gonna, that was gonna fly or not, because it's hard to tell with people who, you know, don't English isn't their first language, or the, your whatever your language is, isn't their first language. And um, that's you know, we went out, did some bowling, and then, uh, and I barely won, barely won, but I won. I don't play. All right, I don't do that lose on purpose bullshit. All right. But went out, had a good time, and then hung out a few more times since then. Been having a lot of fun with this person that I can barely understand. <laughs> and uh, it's so it's so crazy. I don't know if you've ever dated anyone that doesn't speak English as their first language, but you have to find other ways to communicate. There's a lot of nonverbal communication, and there's a lot of like uh, like you think like. There's a lot of like silences, but they're not like awkward silences. They're just silences. Does that make sense? And then when you want to say, when you like, you wait till you have something important lit to say, then you try to communicate it. And if you're really trying to communicate a specific thing, then you put, just put it in a translator, you know, ba, 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 ba. be the translator. And then you can see the other person's face light up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll do it back to you, and it's kind of cute that it that it worked, that it happens that way. But it's really it's really interesting how little you have to do that, you know, because you don't have to sit there and fucking interrogate somebody, you know, for, for three hours or whatever. You just like kind of like hanging out hanging out in their energy or whatever, and they're hanging out in yours, and uh, just like having a good time. She's listening to some music, watching TV, eating some dinner doing an activity like you'd be surprised like I'm like uh, always thinking that I have to keep talking and talking and talking when I'm around people and it's nice to kind of just take a break from that and just like when I'm just like because I like to just sit there and be quiet and getting to do that and just having it be totally okay very nice very nice very cool I'd recommend it 
And there's an added bonus because obviously, I mean, she's been here for two years, so it's not like she doesn't understand any English. But there's an added bonus of like, you get to kind of like pick up on the language too, because they just point to things like, uh, you know, be drinking a beer. Oh, cerveja. Oh, cerveja. Mm. Yes, ghetto cerveja. And now I've learned, uh, I was doing this um, three minute Portuguese on Spotify. This is guy who does that, three minutes Portuguese. And it's pretty good. So I've learned, you know, some phrases and some words. So vocabulary is up to like a hundred or so words. Mogorafa de vinho. Yeah. You like that? Perfect. Perfect Portuguese. So I can say a few things, understand a few things. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so that's probably important too. And they get to say that, you know, she probably hopefully picked up a few things from me too. And I talk fast. So learning how to talk slower is also important. But I kind of find myself doing that thing where I speak that bad broken English, you know? Like I'll be like, is good, is good. I'm like, I probably shouldn't do that. It's just like setting a bad impression for a, someone who wants to speak English. Probably listen to me say, is good, is good. And going like, oh, that's that's how they say it. it it's good. It is good. No, is good, is good. <laughs> Maple, maple, maple. Yeah, you shouldn't. So I always have to remind myself, oh no, say it right. And uh, and also understanding that you got to be like, you have to communicate sarcasm a whole lot differently. I like being sarcastic. So you have to make it very obvious with your facial expressions that you're being sarcastic. And uh, so that's interesting, learning how to do that. And what was the other part of it? I don't know. It's just, it's just super interesting. That's the best way I can describe it. It's just very, very interesting. And uh, just give it a shot if you haven't done it because you're afraid or whatever. And you don't think that you're going to enjoy yourself. Just go for it. Give it a try. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? And what was the last shitty thing? Work. Work. I work as a mechanic. Work's been insanely busy, which is good because they're kind of flat rate. And, uh, well, pretty much flat rate. I say that there's like a base level pay and whatever. But man, because of the whole, the kid thing. So one of the things I have to do is I drop them off before and after, drop them off, pick them up before and after work. And one of the, the deals I made was like, well, I can't really do it um, off company time. So I got cut into 15 minutes the beginning and the end of each day. So I was like, but, you know, I'll just skip that half hour lunch. Then I'll give, you know, I'll get you the same hours. So they were like, cool. And I was like, cool. But that is difficult. Like those little breaks are important. I think like the only reason they give us those breaks to begin with is because it makes us more productive workers. And I see why. Because man, that kind of sucks a lot. It just makes you more more tired like you just can't wait for the i can't wait for the day to end sometimes and i'm just trying to stay busy just so i don't have to stop and look at the clock but we had this one job come in thursday or friday one of those two anyway did a time belt in this this minivan and uh the whole thing went super slick as shit boom bing bang boom three hours done driving down the road on the test drive, I do a four mile test drive. 
um, and get to mile three and start smelling a burning smell. I'm like, oh no, that could be one of a million things. Either something's burning on the engine, the 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 cover for the timing belt is maybe not in the in the exact spot that it's supposed to be, and maybe it's hitting it a little bit, or the dry belt's making a little bit of noise. So I'm like, well, let me zip it back to the shop and see what's going on. Except I didn't make it to the shop. I made it about a hundred feet down the road, and then the engine died. And I thought that the belt snapped and the battery died. So I pop the hood. I look. Okay, there's no dry belt there. So that's probably what happened. So I call my foreman to come down. And I'm like, yo, bring the jump pack down here. I'm in the middle of the road. People are like honking and freaking out at me. And I'm like waving everybody, go around me, go around me, go around me. And they're like not understanding my hand signal of go around with my hazards on in the middle of the road. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not just chilling, I'm not just checking my face space. Uh, so comes down, we try to jump it, won't jump. We end up pushing it into a gas station when the traffic clears up a little bit, tow it over. And the, the dry belt didn't snap. It shredded and went behind the crankshaft pulley and underneath the timing belt that I had just installed and jumped the timing to the motor, causing the valves to smash into the heads of the piston. Yeah. So now this thing needs new valves, a new timing belt, a new dry belt, a new tensioner. The, uh, the tensioner pulley for the dry belt had just given up boom just gave up the pulley just stopped moving and uh ate the bearing and then the belt slid off the back and just shredded 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 everything so huge bummer so now i had to turn this little quick nice and easy job into a multiple days of jobs. The only part that's the biggest part that sucks about that is it goes into to last week and into this week. So now it's just like two weeks of where it's it's hard to to make that same buco bucks that you want to make. Just have to work around it. I took and I feel really kind of bad because I took yesterday off, but like we're at the beach. I was at the beach Sunday, and I got I used as much sunblock as I possibly could, but it, I still had these. Sp- these little spotchy because we were in the sun for three hours straight. So I saw these like spotchy, like insane burn marks. And most of them are around my feet area, which yesterday was just like, I'm not putting socks on. I'm not moving if I can help it. <laughs> it's just like, it's just random little places all over my body, but mainly the feet. Cause I like, I guess I didn't do my feet at all because whoever thing I didn't think I was not thinking I thought I was doing a good job with the the sunblock but I guess I did about the worst job that I possibly could but uh that's that's not fair that's just not fair so that's how that all went down hi-yi-yi such a pain but you know all you can do is just keep pushing through just keep doing it and uh Man, I think like when I first started doing this job and something like that would have happened, it would have fucking destroyed me for like a month, like mentally. Now it's just like, it's just during, during the event, it kind of sucks. And it's like, okay, take a breath and what do we got to do to fix it? Cause that's all that really matters. And you just keep doing that and doing that and doing that, you know, however many times it takes. And that's pretty much the whole 
the whole job. You just gotta be able to when stuff goes wrong. Sometimes it goes. Sometimes it goes insanely wrong. Like we th- honestly thought I was kind of like, like maybe the pulley, like the pulley. I knew the pulley was fucked up. I knew the belt was broken. So I was thinking like, man, that sucks. I got to put a new belt and pulley on this thing now. And uh, I don't know why. You know, I don't know 100% why I failed at this point. And then uh, it turns into like, no, actually, got to pull the heads off and replace all the valves. And that's what this is turning into. So we're talking the difference of like, man, that's like a $100, $150 mistake to now like $2,000 mistake. Huge difference. But I, th- I think we got the, we had a Honda guy explain, you know, why something like that would happen. It says you got to be really, really, really careful when reinstalling some of these, um, these tensioner pulleys that they have there just the way that they're set up and it's like you got to check it and check it and check it and i remember i put it on i spun it and i was like it was spinning okay but i probably should have got a different i was looking at it from the front i probably should have looked at it from the side to see if it was perfectly straight or not it just didn't even i'm like well it spins so it's got to be good <laughs> so that must have been that was that was my error in not doing that and i probably should have, as soon as i smelled something i should have just killed the motor but I mean, I've done, this is the only time I've ever been, this is the second time in 10 years, over 10 years that I've been stranded outside of the shop and I've smelled something burning in the car maybe 200 times. So it's just one of those things. You can fuck yourself, but like success can also fuck you. You know what I mean? When things just go right. You just take taking all these risks all the time and it just happens to work out for you. Like that can end up fucking you at the end of the day. Like this, it fucked me today. Like that time, that wasn't today, but it, it fucked me that time. You know, maybe 150 other times I would have gotten to the shop and been like, oh man, can you imagine if this would have blah, 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 Whew, close one. And that day it was just like, nope, we're just going to do the worst possible thing that can happen. That's, that's how this is going down. And that's what did go down. (laughs) So super unfortunate, but luckily it's fixable. I mean, everything's technically fixable, right? That's the world that we live in. So just moving on from all that. And then it's just, um, yeah. So it's just been a wild ride. It's just all this little small things going, small things turn into big things type of deal. And it's just absolutely freaking wild. But you know what? The the summer's starting to wrap up. We're going to get back to school. And the nice part about school and kids and all this stuff is that it starts giving like a, like a, a schedule that you have to follow. And I do really well with schedules. If I can get on a schedule that everything makes sense to me. I don't like temporary schedules. That bugs me. But um, something that feels a little bit more permanent, I can definitely get down on something like that. So yeah, this is just a, sorry, this is like a new format for me. So hopefully it's somewhat entertaining to listen to some of these ups and downs that have been going on. I mean, I'm nobody. So you're just hearing some some schmuck talk about whatever yeah yeah so but man it was good for me this is like therapy for me um i brought the the kid to go see a therapist obviously and i was thinking about like should i talk to this person myself and i was yeah you know what after i saw how much it's gonna cost i was like yeah maybe not maybe 
Maybe I'll just do this instead. I'll just talk into a microphone and see how that goes. And uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Maybe I'll continue to do it. Um, <laughs> why the fuck not, right? In this way, it's uh, just a nice free thing to do. All it takes is time. Yeah, so that's the deal. That's all uh, That's all I'm going to get into today. Maybe more specifics and more things later on. That's just kind of a general overview of everything that's going on. So next week, I want you to put it right into your dream journal. And then we can discuss that. Okay. So I have to do... What do I have to do? Well, I don't have to do anything. But I want to do some things. I have a few more questions episodes to do yep questions and stories so we'll knock those out this weekend because we're gonna have all my nieces is over here the kid playing so while they're playing i could be in here just making some episodes and it's gonna be fantastic all right well anyway thanks for listening um you can't bill me okay Sorry. Unless you're a professional, then you can build me. All right. I love you. Bye. Oh, yeah. Real quick. If you want to message me by your own shit talking or to say whatever and do whatever, um, you can reach me at. There's no more social media. So just aguthro91 at gmail.com. Just uh, send me an email and uh, we'll read it on here and we'll, we'll hash things out. Okay. All right. Take care.